1: Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day.
0: So I say D. I say D O. D O D. D O D G. D O D G E R S T. Hello, Dodger fans. Welcome to Locked On Dodgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Locked on, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join Vince and me weekly to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Locked on Dodgers is the daily podcast covering the world champion Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing you the smart fans perspective on our boys in blue. I am Jeff Snyder, Baseball Essential, flying solo today. Vince will be with you here tomorrow, talking with Millard from Locked on Diamondbacks for our... Weekly National League West crossover episode. So tonight it's just me, or I, I should say this morning. You guys know how it works. I'm recording on t- Monday night. You're listening on Tuesday morning, etc., etc. Um, so I'm going to be talking about a few things. I'm going to announce the winners of our contest from from the other week that I keep meaning to announce. Uh, we've got uh, a little bit of news. Uh, we're going to talk about Trevor Bauer's performance. We're going to talk talk about some of the opening day roster predictions that some uh, Dodgers writers have had, and, and some of my thoughts on that, and then a little article from MLB.com about the player each team can, can't can live without, so we're going to talk about all that stuff today, but first, I want to remind you, please subscribe to Locked on Dodgers wherever you get your podcasts, and when you get in your car or sit on your couch, tell your smart device to play a podcast Locked on Dodgers. All right, um, first, let me just, uh, so it's been a little over a week since we had this contest. Uh, we picked the winner's. A week ago now, and I've notified the winners, but I wanted to tell all of you, as you'll remember, two weeks ago, each day we did a clue uh, about a former Dodger. Uh, actually, not all former Dodgers. One was a current Dodger. Uh, but the five players we listed Monday through Friday were numbers five through one on a particular Dodgers leaderboard. Um, and I want to just tell you what it was. Uh, Monday's person, the clue, uh, the, the person... In the clue was Carl Ferrillo, former Brooklyn and Los Angeles Dodger. Uh, Tuesdays was Alex Cora. Wednesdays was Andre Ethier. Thursdays was Jackie Robinson. And Fridays was Justin Turner. Uh, as you may have guessed, based on those, at least some of those names, the leaderboard was most times hit by a pitch by a Dodger in the live ball era. I specifically did the live ball era just to keep guys like Zach Wheat and Mike Griffin off the off the list because those aren't as fun to give clues about and to make it a little bit harder so it wouldn't be obvious uh, just just to guess. I wanted to you know, make it a little bit hard. And we ended up with about 25 of you who emailed us the correct answers. And uh, the winner, I randomized the list, and the winner was Doug Reynolds. Uh, we also had Michael Marsh in second place and Vanessa Cooper in third place. And I think we're going to try to get uh, some prizes out to them too. But we want to thank all of you who participated in that. That was a lot of fun. And we will do more stuff like that. We'll we'll try to, you know, keep you guys enjoying the podcast and, and give you some stuff every once in a while. Um, moving into current news, uh, the Dodgers announced that there will be more cuts coming uh, this morning, Tuesday morning. Uh, I thought it might have been on Monday, but uh, they're going to do it on Tuesday. They're currently at 45 guys, I think, in camp, so they need to cut 19 more guys by opening day in the next 10 days or so. Uh, I think we're going to see pretty big cuts. Obviously, being cut just means you're not making the opening day roster. Uh, you're still eligible to play in spring training games. We've still seen plenty of guys who have already been cut who uh, who have still been playing. Uh, and so one one that's interesting to me, I, I've already said Matt Davidson is not going to make the opening day roster. I don't know if he has an opt-out if he doesn't make the roster or if he's content to go to AAA. Um, but that will be an interesting one because... Uh, I think it's about time for him to be cut. There's not much going on there. I also think DJ Peters uh, has definitely proven that he's not ready for the big leagues at this point, with the Dodgers at least. And so I uh, wouldn't be surprised to see him in the cuts. I wouldn't be surprised if they, they get most of those 19. I mean, there there's a few at least nominal questions, Mark. I'm actually going to talk in, in the next segment about some today roster stuff and some places where I disagreed with J.P. Hornstra and Juan Terribio. Um And so there are a couple spots left that are still being fought for, uh, but but it seems like, you know, I don't know. It, there's no more than 30 guys who have even a shot at the 26-man roster, uh, maybe even only 29 guys, and so uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see it get cut down to the low 30s, uh, but it'll be, in, be interesting to see what happens. Uh, one little bit of baseball news, Zach Gallon got hurt, uh, a forearm strain, and according to D-backs manager Tori Lavolo, he heard it swinging a bat not throwing a baseball uh, which on the one hand that's good because maybe it means that it's not related to his elbow and we don't have to worry about Zach Gallen getting Tommy John surgery I know he's a a division competitor but I really like Zach Gallen; he's fun to watch and so I I don't wish injury on him Uh, but it also just makes me even more frustrated than usual that uh both the players and the owners want the Universal DH, but we don't have it because the owners found out the players wanted it, basically. Uh, it's like my my kids, when they find out what the other one wants, and then they automatically want the other thing just because they can't agree on anything. Uh, so congratulations, to MLB, on reminding me of my young children. Um, and then last bit uh, for this segment, Trevor Bauer pitched on Monday night. Looked really, really good for four innings and then looked really bad in the fifth inning. He gave up two doubles and three homers in the fifth inning, gave up five runs. Uh, and I thought it was interesting, his quote after the game uh, to the media, he said, I got what I wanted out of tonight. I was really good in the first couple innings. The fifth inning, there really wasn't any thought of sequencing. So basically, he he, he said that he was just getting his pitch count up. The, he said that uh, after the fourth inning today, or after the first few innings, the only real goal was to get his pitch count up just to get stretched out so that he could be ready for the season. And I thought it was funny, just interesting listening to that, because like if that was Zach Granke saying that, we would all take it at face value because we know that Zachy is incapable of deception. But Bauer, we don't necessarily know that. We don't know for sure what to make of it. Was he really... uh, Is that really the truth? Was he making excuses? Did he just not want to you know, give it a true answer to the media. There's a lot of things it could be, but but what I settled on is ultimately it doesn't really matter. Uh, I don't put much stock in what guys say publicly anyway, uh, because one thing we know about Trevor Bauer is that he works really, really hard. And so if he was bothered by his performance, then he's going to work his tail off in the next few days to figure things out and try to get better. If he really wasn't bothered, if it really was just getting the pitch count up, then there's nothing to worry about. And so... Uh, One of the things that's nice about when you don't know if somebody's telling the truth is ultimately their actions are going to speak louder than their words anyway. I've said the same thing about Dave Roberts. I think he says a lot of things, um, not lying necessarily, but he he is a player's manager. And so he will say things with the intent of not throwing a player under the bus. Um, But in the end, the actions speak louder than words. And most of the time, I'm pretty pleased with Roberts as a manager Uh, more often than a lot of you I know Uh, not all the time but uh, so you know same same with with Bauer I expect that if Bauer was bothered he will work hard to get things figured out and uh, and he looked really good in those first few innings and and so that gave me a lot of excitement towards seeing him in games that matter so uh, that will be it for this first segment I will be back in a minute to talk about opening day roster thoughts with uh, some of the different writers and how they differed from me so keep it locked on Dodgers rockauto.com is a family owned business. They serve auto parts customers online for 20 years. Uh, There's so many different kinds of cars, so many parts for each car. It's impossible for an auto parts store to stock everything you might need. So they have generic parts or you have to go up and have them order in a part that you need, and it's going to take you a while anyway. And maybe you ought to just cut out that middleman and sit down at your own computer on your own internet and say, hey, internet, point me to rockauto.com, and then it will, and you can search, you can find your make and model of car, and it will list all the parts that they have available for it. You can find what you need, and you can order it online. And the best part is, instead of going to the auto parts store where it's going to cost you more because you're not a mechanic and therefore they don't treat you well, uh rockauto.com treats everybody the same and that is really well so they'll have really good pricing for you you'll save you know sometimes 50 percent as much you know save 50 percent on some of these parts sometimes even more huge savings and they have great customer service if you order the wrong thing it turns out that you messed up oh i, I got the wrong part you just return it to them and you get the right part it, it, they're super easy, super great customer service. Um, it's a really easy to use website. And so if you haven't checked out rockauto.com and you do ever have auto parts needs, go check it out. If you do buy something, they will ask how you heard about them. Just write locked on in their little, how did you hear about us box? And then they'll know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's move on and talk about the opening day roster. Uh, I did my episode last week where I projected my 26-man roster. And since then, J.P. Hornstra has done the same thing in his newsletter Juan Toribio did did the same thing on MLB.com. And uh, so I just want to talk a little bit about that and some of the thoughts I've had uh, with some thoughts from from one of my Twitter friends. Uh, And JP had 12 of the 13 same pitchers as me and 12 of the 13 same position players as me. The two differences he had, he had Scott Alexander over Dennis Santana and he had Edwin Rios over Sheldon Noisy. And then Chiribio had the same 13 pitchers as I did, but he also had Rios over Noisy. Um, The Alexander over Santana, you know, you could throw Garrett Clevenger in there as an option. It's tough to know what they're going to do. And as you'll remember, Santana was kind of my biggest question mark on that list. And so I don't quibble too much with that. Uh, I do have a hard time seeing Alexander having any sort of role. And Santana does bring more length, uh, you know, innings eating. He can pitch two or three innings in relief, and that's not really Alexander's M.O., and so I think I'd still lean towards Santana over Alexander, uh, but if they really want that lefty, maybe maybe that's the case. Um, as for Rios over Noisy, which both of them chose, you know, that might be right. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it, um, and Pat Dwyer on Twitter, uh, I, I tweeted about this, and he, he mentioned a point that I had— I think it was in the back of my mind, but I hadn't quite solidified it. But basically, he was saying with no Jock Peterson, there's nobody who you are likely to have in the starting lineup who you need to hit for with a righty. You know, when Jock Peterson starts in left field and it's the seventh inning and there's a left-handed pitcher in, you're pinch hitting for Jock Peterson in that situation. And, and you're not going to have that because uh, of the guys who are playing, if Beatty or rios is starting a game that means that ct3 or jt or pollock or somebody like that a righty is probably sitting on the bench and can be that you know if Beatty needs to be pinch hit for you'll have pollock or or whatever it is uh so so i definitely see that point and i think that's probably part of the part of the thought process the part that i have a hard time with is since there's no dh you are going to have pitchers and and for example let's say it's a game that um Chris Taylor is playing, uh, let's say he's starting at second base and Lux has a day off. And then, uh, you know, late in the game, you want to pinch it for the pitcher and it's a left-handed pitcher. Well, your bench that day is the backup catcher, either Smith or Barnes, and then Lux, McKinstry, Rios, and Beatty, four left-handed hitters. So then you have to choose, okay, do I hit for the pitcher with my one righty? um knowing that then you know you've burned your backup catcher there's always a little bit of risk there etc etc um or do i go with a lefty who you know do you go with mckinstry or lux who maybe you trust to hit lefties more than you trust rios or Beatty? so you know you'd still like to have that right-handed bat on the bench uh for those situations i don't know if it's enough to say hey edwin rios i know you have more power than anybody in baseball but uh, you're not going to be on this team because you hit with the wrong hand. I don't know if it's enough, uh, but it, it's definitely something that is it's worth thinking about. And, and I really don't envy Dave Roberts and the front office making this decision because in the end, you're going to have somebody uh, who probably deserves to be in the big leagues not being in the big leagues. And you know, there's part of me that wouldn't be surprised if, if they bumped McKinstry for Noisy. Um, so you could still have that right-hander on the bench just because McKinstry, even though I think he's probably uh, definitely has more positional, positional flexibility than Rios and maybe more bat-to-ball skills, uh, obviously not the raw power, um, but but maybe a, a better technical hitter. Um, but he doesn't have the track record in the big leagues, and so maybe he just you could make a case that he hasn't earned it as much. Uh, but McKinstry, I don't know. I really like McKinstry. I want him in the big leagues. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen. I think they're going to put that off until as long as they can. And, you know, maybe the answer gets made for them with, with an injury, hopefully not, but uh that has been known to happen. But uh I appreciate Pat's thoughts about that because like I said, I hadn't quite solidified that, but I knew something felt different. And, and I think it is the lack of jock uh, because jock is so one dimensional and I don't think, you know, I think Beatty, Rios, McKinstry, and McKinstry are all better at hitting lefties than Jock was. I think Lux is, Seeger obviously is, Bellinger, um, you know, the lefties they have aren't useless against left-handed pitching to the degree that Jock Peterson was. Uh, I hope Jock proves somebody wrong or or proves that sometimes 30-year-old guys do learn new tricks. Uh, I hope he can be an everyday player for the Cubs, but uh, but I'm not counting on it, so... Anyway, those were I, I, I was interested to see Hornstra and Toribio's uh, roster predictions and, and how they're pretty close to mine, but, but there's differences. And uh, I'm interested to see who ends up right. And uh, I'm pretty sure I get one of their jobs if, if I'm right over them. Uh, I don't want either of their jobs. Never mind. Uh, but okay, that's going to be that for that. I will come back in a minute. I'm going to talk about this article from MLB.com about the one player each team. Can't live without, so keep it locked on Dodgers. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football's over, but as you know, the NCAA tournament is going hard. NBA and the NHL are also in full swing, and BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Just head over to the website, BetOnline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code LOCKEDON. That's promo code LOCKEDON, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We've been telling you about Bilt Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the market, for a long time now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best because it is Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup is Coconut Brownie Chunk against Lemon Almond Cheesecake. Yesterday, it was coconut against WC birthday cake, white chocolate birthday cake. Uh, my son had the white chocolate birthday cake, and he texted me and said it is by far his favorite Bilt Bar. He loved it, and he has tried most. Of, I, he's tried at least a dozen of the flavors, and uh, white chocolate birthday cake is by far his favorite so far. So you should check that out, and you should definitely go over to BiltBar.com and vote in the bracket, coconut brownie chunk versus lemon almond cheesecake, the URL is builtbar.com slash pages slash brackets. So go over there and vote. You can also follow bar underscore built on Twitter. And while you're at builtbar.com, remember to use promo code locked 15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code locked 15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Beginning this Wednesday, the Locked On MLB podcast is featuring one of our biggest events of the year, the Locked On MLB Division Preview Series. All of our local experts in every MLB market answer the biggest questions around each team. Follow Locked On MLB on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back and let's talk about uh, this article that I saw on MLB.com. It's entitled... The one player each team can't live without is written by Will Leach. And uh, I, I had some issues just with the, the format of the article, but I think that's just, uh, he, he introduced it by saying today at the 30. So I get the impression it's a it's a running series at MLB.com. And so they're meant to be really pithy, short uh, blurbs. Um, but for each each team, each of the 30 teams, they listed a player that, that player that team can't do without. And then they had like one or two sentences, basically. Uh, Maybe three sentences for for some teams, but for the most part, one or two sentences. And so for the Dodgers, you know, it said Mookie Betts. And then it was one sentence. You may have noticed that after they traded for Mookie Betts, they won the World Series, his first season with the team. That's the entirety of the argument. Now, uh, Will Leach is a good writer. And so I assume he could have written more words if he had wanted to, and they would have been good. Uh, but you know, I I don't know, but my main overarching thought was the great thing about the Dodgers right now is that there isn't really a right answer. Um, obviously you wouldn't want to lose Mookie Betts. You know, you could make a case that the Dodgers don't win the world series without Mookie Betts last year, mostly because of his defense in the NLCS. Um, And he was a spark plug and stuff. But, you know, Corey Seager was the MVP of the NLCS and the World Series. They swept their first two series. And so, you know, Mookie Betts was absolutely a contributor and definitely their most valuable player during the regular season. But they won their division by six games. Uh Mookie had a, a 3.6 war, so they would have won their division by 2.4 games without him. I know it doesn't work exactly like that, but it's roughly like that. Dodgers probably win the division without Mookie last year. Um they might not have won the NLCS, but you know, it's not like Mookie lit the world on fire. He was a solid offensive player in the postseason, but nothing great. And so um and I definitely don't mean this to demean Mookie or to diminish his importance to the Dodgers. Really, it's just to underscore the fact that the Dodgers are so stacked. Like, I don't think there's any one player that you could take away from this Dodgers team that would make them win less than 100 games in 2021. I think they're going to win close to 110 games, and they're not going to have a 10-win player. They're going to have a lot of guys putting up four or five win seasons, you know, Mookie might give us a seven or eight win season. Bellinger, hopefully a six or seven win season. Seager, you know, six or seven wins. Um, but but it's just so stacked. And on the pitching side, you know, Walker Bueller is hopefully going to be great. Trevor Bauer is hopefully going to be great. Clayton Kershaw is hopefully going to be great. But you could lose any one of those guys and you could slot in somebody who is almost as good right behind them into the rotation. And so it, it's, uh, that was my big takeaway from this was, I guess you have to list somebody for the Dodgers because you titled your article, the one player each team can't do without. Uh, But the fact is for the Dodgers, Mookie Betts could get hurt and be out for the season and they would still be the favorites to win the World Series. Not by as much, but they would still be the favorites. Corey Seager could get hurt. They'd still be the favorites. I really hope neither of those things happen. I don't want to lose anybody. I love this Dodgers team. I love almost all the players on the team, Um, but there is no player on this Dodgers team that they cannot do without. And that's a really cool situation to be in going into the season, because the fact is injuries do happen. COVID is still a thing. The Dodgers might go two weeks without, you know, whoever uh, for, for COVID reasons, they might go three months without Justin Turner. If he pulls a hamstring or, you know, there, there's so many things that can happen and the Dodgers have built so much depth, so much, not just depth, but quality depth. Um, We saw it last year when Clayton Kershaw couldn't go on opening day, and okay, we'll just have Dustin May go out there and throw 100 miles an hour on opening day instead. You know, they, they have that depth, and they have it at almost every position we talked about. Like left field is maybe their least deep position, but you know, you have Chris Taylor, who's, by the way, batting 400 and has four home runs in spring training, and he's, you know, if A.J. Polk was to get hurt, Chris Taylor's probably the backup, and... You know, it's probably better than him. You know, it's just it's crazy what the Dodgers have going on. And I know I'm biased, and I know uh, I'm preaching to the choir here. But it, it on paper, this team is spectacular. And if you listen to Locked, ML, Locked on MLB this week, um, we we've been doing some segments uh, re- recording for for the divisional previews that they're doing. Um, and I also recorded a video. And they asked for my my bold prediction for this team. And uh, I'll give you guys a, a little spoiler alert. My bold prediction is that the Dodgers are going to win this division, the NL West, by at least 13 games in 2021. I really believe it. I think the Padres are a good team, and they're going to win 95-ish games. And I think the Dodgers are going to win close to 110. I think it's just, you know, for as much as the Padres have done, The Padres need everything to go right in order for them to pass up the Dodgers. The Dodgers don't need everything to go right. The Dodgers were on 116 win pace last year when a lot of things didn't go right. Cody Bellinger did not hit well. Max Muncy did not hit well. Mookie Betts was terrible against lefties. JT was terrible against lefties. You know, Walker Bueller wasn't very good for most of the season. And yet they they won games at 116 win pace over a full season. I, they are just a really good team. And so the Dodgers could have a bunch of things go wrong and still win the division, whereas the Padres are counting on Will Myers and Eric Cosmer to be good again. And, you know, that's not like they're, they're counting on Jake Cronenworth to not have a sof- sophomore slump. They're counting on Blake Snell to actually be good against guys a third time through the order, as if Kevin cash just made up the fact that Snell probably shouldn't pitch the guys a third time. I think the Padres are going to find out why Kevin cash didn't have Blake Snell pitch the guys a third time through the order. And I think that's going to affect them. I think we're going to, they're counting on uh, why can I never remember this guy's name? I did the same thing on locker room the other night, that guy who pitches for the Padres, uh, it's going to come back to me. He might be hurt to start the season. Uh, Danelson Lemaitre. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I'm not that sorry. I don't care. He's not a Dodger. If he was a Dodger, I'd remember his name. Denelson Lemette is really good, but he's never actually put together a full season, and he's probably hurt. Uh, Hugh Darvish is probably good, but who knows? Um, and so there's so many question marks that, yeah, the Padres could potentially be really good, uh, but they also might be just just good. And whereas the Dodgers, it's hard to picture them not being really good. You would, it would take a series of multiple, multiple injuries in order for the Dodgers to not be really good in 2021. And that makes me happy because I am a Dodger fan, which is why I host a Dodgers podcast and I've done it for two years now. And I love talking to you guys every day and I'm done talking to you for today, but thank you for listening. If you haven't yet subscribed to locked on Dodgers, please do so now. Uh, you can get it wherever you get your podcasts. If you have Apple Podcasts, even if you don't use it, please subscribe there. That helps other people find us. Obviously, rate and review us if you have good things to say about us. If you have bad things to say about us, I'd love to hear those in email or or DMs or whatever. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LockedOnDodgers. Vince is on Twitter at Vince Semperio. I am on Twitter at Snydog, and the DMs are open in all of those places. Our email address is LockedOnDodgers at gmail.com. Our phone number for voicemails or texts is 323 863 LOCK 5625. We are here every weekday morning and we hope you'll be here with us. When you get in your car or sit on your couch, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree, you just have to listen. We'll talk to you tomorrow. D. I say D O. D O D G E R S. The team that's all hard. Oh, heart and oh, thumbs—they're my Los Angeles. Your Los Angeles. Our Los Angeles. Do you think we'll really win the pennant?
1: Buzzu Hey, Prime members.